0: about the flow magic some neighbors are saying way too loud that's only in the moment
1: welcome in everybody to a brand new episode of the world famous nascar podcast loose lug nuts the nascar podcast For the average fan, I'm Evan Roberts, joined alongside, as always, Thomas Dick. Thomas, we had two pretty wild races this weekend at the Indy Road Course. We'll get into both of those here shortly. But what were your overall thoughts on the weekend? Um, I've learned to curb my enthusiasm. Uh Ah, (laughs) boom!
2: No, I mean, well, I'll get to it later on, probably. But I'll say now just might as well, because you brought it up. I think it was like a lot of the stuff NASCAR's tried to do that was new this year, like Nashville and Coda and the Knoxville dirt race showed lots of
1: promise. But then something turned into a shit show. Yeah, and it it was unfortunate what happened um, in Sunday's race kind of put a damper uh, on on a great afternoon but first let's get to the Xfinity race which was on Saturday uh, prior to the race some of the cars that we were looking for um, they didn't qualify the two European drivers Giorgio Romero Maggi and Laura's husbands, uh were among them so no historic race this weekend with the two two Euro Series guys uh, starting the same event and then Chase Elliott was a late ad for Michael Annette as Annette still uh, battling his injury But more importantly, uh, for his racing, uh, the the handle on his last playoff spot is getting more precarious. And I mean, you have to wonder if he couldn't race this week. Now,
2: I know there was practice and qualifying, so there was a bit more track time. Like, what are the chances he's available this week at Michigan? Yeah. I mean, interesting. Because he's, we'll get to in the standings, but he's no longer in the
1: playoffs right now. So, correct. So once we did go to racing, uncharacteristically, uh, A.J. Allmendinger misses the first corner on the start of the race. We have Justin Haley out front, followed by Austin Sindrick. We get our first yellow flag that comes at the end of lap one as Preston Pardis stalled out. Huge damage uh, to Harrison Burton, Brandon Jones, and Kevin Harvick, who uh, jumped the turn five and six curve.
2: Yeah. I mean, this is a sign of things to come <laughs> like the front splitters on Burton and Jones were just bludgeoned. I think Harvick was the same. I didn't actually see it, but they had mentioned it. Um, yeah. I I'm torn on the whole thing. Cause part of me is like, Hey, why don't you jack wagon stay on the track? <laughs> like it's not a, a line. It's a S turn. Yeah. But then I have people like, wow, they're big cars and you, you can't turn them that quick. Well, you can't turn them that quick if you're going balls out. You can
1: turn them quick if you're not going balls out. Yeah. So you should not go balls out. Or maybe just don't put the curb there as so we see multiple guys had issues.
2: But that's when people turn into a straight line. And that's not what it's supposed to be. And the other thing that got me is when you're coming out of turn six, they said that lighter track which went all the way down they said that's not racing surface that's like a deteriorating uh like surface and they didn't want people on it well the whole time i saw people pretty much going down there like after they came through that turn so your stuff's not working keeping them on the actual what it's supposed to be the racing surface but but needless to say, it just tore the shit out of some cars.
1: <laughs> so we restart on lap five. We see Justin Haley outrun Austin Cendric for the lead. Cendric stalks him for a couple of laps and finally uh, takes the lead on lap 15. Yeah, then we, uh,
2: we're going to get a debris caution on the lap 16 for Ryan Sieg. He spun around, uh, spun out about... Uh, 69,420 times in the first 15 laps but this one finally
1: did it yeah, you so can describe the carnage I mean it was pretty wild I've never seen like all the gears and stuff behind the tire come off but it was pretty wild to see them spin around and all that debris coming out so it was pretty first time I'd ever seen that we saw uh, most of the field come down to pit, despite uh, some experts predicting that only a few would pit. Uh, Noah Gregson picked up three spots. Justin Allgaier uh, was the big loser, dropping five spots. Yeah, I mean they were pretty adamant about it. this is an awful time to pit. No one's
2: going to pit. Blah, blah blah blah. And then they went to the thing, and it was just a line like at weddings when the like drunk old ladies want to start doing that thing where they dance around the locomotion uh, line it was like that going in the pit road um i was just waiting to do the doo-doo brown
1: i don't know what that is that's a wedding line dance Mm, sounds awesome (laughs) (laughs) riley herbst and sage Caram uh stayed out they will run one two on the lap 19 restart Herbst grabbed a lead and then we saw Justin Haley pick up six spots on the restart and moved into fourth on fresh tires. Justin Haley passed teammate Jeb Burton, Karam and Herbst. And he actually ended up winning the stage. It was the fourth uh, stage win of the year for Justin Haley. Yeah. Now that move was the best move of the weekend. I thought, I mean,
2: he, he went from 10th to fourth in seconds, mere seconds, um, and so you mentioned the fourth stage one of the year, huge points get for uh, Herbs Herbst to finish second. He got nine points, which is key because he's uh, like we said before he was chasing down Michael and that
1: um, then you had Jeb Burton, Austin Sendrick and Sage Karam. And then rounding out the top 10 was Noah Gregson, Jeremy Clements, uh, Martins, Chase Elliott and Ty Gibbs on stage two, Sendrick and Haley out front on the restart, but uh, Noah Gregson forces three wide and Haley bails out putting Cindric and Gregson out front. Yeah, it, uh, the whole weekend,
2: like you could see the Formula One influence on the track where they try to, they do it every race. They get the cars they are like on the starting grid and then that first corner, they funnel them in. And I'd say, uh, I'm going to, this is where hyperbole comes in. I'm going to say 92% of all uh, Formula One incidents st- like happen on that first corner because they're trying to funnel four cars down the one. And yeah, uh, poor Justin Haley was the guy who got
1: either had to get off the, the gas or crash. Yeah. Well, then uh, we see some favorites uh, face havoc on lap 24 is Daniel Hemrick uh, spins around Ty Gibbs and Sam Meyer spins chase Elliott. a uh, big smoke uh, coming from the car of Jeremy Clements and Daniel Hemrick. Yeah, um, it looked like their days were going to be
2: done, but they they managed to keep going. Uh, Gibbs, though, he had to pit on lap
1: 25. He falls a lap down. Uh, Hemrick has to pit, but he's able to stay on the lead lap. And then we get a yellow on lap 29 as Austin Hill stalled out on the track. Uh, Riley Herbst forgoes some points. Turns out he was damaged on that lap 24 uh, restart. He had been hit by Chris Wright, who uh, went s- ski jumping over that curb. Yeah, I missed it the first couple of times because there were those two other incidents that kept
2: showing, and then they showed him Ski-Doo or whatever, yeah. but I never saw him make contact until, like, the third time I watched it. was like, oh, he hit that guy, <laughs> and that was the most egregious curb
1: hop of the whole weekend. Oh, yeah. I mean, he uh, got way up there. Yeah, which is why it's there. Yeah. But then, uh, so we restart on lap 33. Gregson outbreaks Sendrick, but a couple turns later, he gets outbreaked by Almondinger, uh, And then we see Austin Sendrick, uh short pit with some others. Yeah. Um,
2: and that sort of puts it into uh, a little bit of chaos because Will Rogers brings out the yellow with two laps left. Uh, so the stage finishes under caution, which those people who pitted did not want. And the, the, the All Guy, one of those guys, he got screwed yeah they uh they showed it and it's so weird where the caution light is because the caution light is not where someone who is coming into pit road would be looking and even if
1: they are looking it's too late to see it because you're already on fucking pit road yeah well like pit road was weird too because they could go as fast as they want and then you know because it was like off to a little bit and then there's like yeah. a free barrier in between them and then so they could go as fast as they want and then as soon as they hit that yellow line they had to be at pit road speed so it's very interesting to see um how that played out but aj allman uh won the stage followed by Haley Gregson, and gibbs and andy lolly for getting a top five finish in stage two yeah
2: uh good to see him and then you had jeb burton uh daniel hemrick uh Clements. Herbst picks up a couple more points. Had he not been broadsided by the uh, torpedo, he probably would have picked up five or six more points, but, um, and then
1: Josh Williams in 10th. So we, uh, final stage, we restart with 19 to go. It is Cindric and Gibbs, uh, out front Gibbs out front as cars go three wide all the way back. Uh, but then we see Austin Cindrick get by Gibbs one lap later. Yeah. Um, Sam Meyer, he's running
2: fourth. He spins out after contact with Chase Elliott. Um, Junior got to watch two of his guys wreck uh, each other multiple times because a few laps earlier, it was Elliott who had spun Meyer out, I believe. Yeah.
1: So, you know, fun watching that up there as your two cars are (laughs) knocking each other out. So we see uh, Austin Sendrick stretches lead out to 3.8 seconds with 13 to go over A.J. Allmendinger. Uh, Chase Elliott moves up to third. Um, And then we see Sendrick's lead expand to 4.2 seconds left with 11 to go.
2: Yeah, um, like it doesn't, like as good as AJ is on the road courses, like Sendrick looked like he just had too much to handle. Um, Had a bit of an announcer, Jinx. You know, they're talking about how great Spencer Papelli's running. Uh, He immediately spins out with 10 to go right after they mentioned it. He
1: drops out of the top 12. Yeah, and then we see uh, Joe or Ty Gibbs, excuse me, has to pit uh, with five laps to go. He was in fifth place uh, that uh, essentially ended his day. He ended up finishing nineteenth. Uh, but AJ Almondinger was able to cut the lead to two and a half seconds with two to go, but was unable. Uh, to catch Austin Sindrick, who ended up winning the race, followed by A.J. Allmendinger, Justin Haley, Chase Elliott, Noah Gregson, Austin Dillon, Austin Dillon Mike Snyder, Riley Herbst, Harrison Burton, and Andy Lolly getting a top-10 finish, the first ever uh, for McLeod Motorsports. Yeah, and he had a great post-race
2: interview just talking about how special it was for him to help McLeod get that top-10 finish. So, um, And it's good to see someone, you know, been hearing a lot the more i i watch nascar and stuff about uh managing your expectations and you know sometimes a finishing 10th is a win and it was a yeah. win for uh for andy yeah, um, some, some other was, guys that had good day oh go ahead uh i was gonna say that the other day we did a preview and someone said the smart people would pick uh, aj armendinger
1: or austin cindrick hmm. who said that what they like what they finished one two yeah one two I won't leave a, a Who'd you pick? space in the audio uh, for where, uh, you to put that in there. I just but, uh, like... My pick, my pick finished fifth. I'll take a pop. Okay. Finish. yeah, yeah. You know, Manage your expectations. Yeah. Sometimes the top five's a win, man. <laughs> <laughs> Especially when you're just an average guy like me who doesn't know what the hell he's talking about. <laughs> but uh, some big days for uh, Riley Herbst. He picked up 40 points. Uh, probably would have scored a little bit more had it not been for Chris Wright incident that caused him to pit. But he has to be happy. Uh, and then Austin Sendrick ties Marcus Ambrose and A.J. Allmendinger with his most Xfinity road course wins with five.
2: Yeah. And it's those two, Ambrose and, and, and Allmendinger, were considered like road course warriors. So
1: um, do we dare call Austin Cindric a road course warrior now? I don't know. He's got a lot of oval wins, I, <laughs> but I, he's more of a
2: road course warrior, I would say, next year in the Cup Series than uh, Michael McDowell. Right.
1: so take that, Mike Joy. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, Penske pulled off the Saturday sweep at uh, Indy Motorsports,
2: yeah. They got the win in the uh, the Indy race. Uh, before that, God, I watched the whole race, and I forgot who
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'll look for you. <laughs> uh, power, what power, yeah, yeah. I didn't even have to look that up, I just had to joggle jog, like. And then uh, what's as much fun as second, Romain Grosjean. Speaking of managing your expectations, he was he was as happy as you could be for a second place finish. You can tell he loves running indie car, much much less stressful life than Formula One in a
1: bad car, yep. like he was before. And then uh, Alex LeBay tightened his axle, he finished 13th. And then we uh, mentioned Josh Williams, he pulled out of the top 15. Uh, finish so good on uh, Alex LeBay getting 24 points and Josh Williams uh, getting 23 points yeah Uh, only change in the top 10 of the
2: standings Uh, Justin Haley Jeb Burton they flip seventh and eighth Um, big news though as we mentioned Michael and that now outside the bubble as it stands current standings uh, for the three people sort on the bubble Brandon Jones in 10th Uh, his lead over Jeremy Clements is five points. He's 45 points on the safe side of the bubble. Jeremy Clements is an 11th. His lead over Riley Herbst is 30 points. He's 40 points on the safe side. And then Riley Herbst, as we said, moved into that last playoff spot. He has a 10 point lead over, uh, Michael Annette. Annette is in 13 points, uh, 10 out followed by Brandon Brown, who is 52 points
1: behind Herbst and then uh ryan sieg had a tough weekend finishing 32nd he only picked up uh five points that's a crushing blow uh, to his playoff hopes um as he's 90 points back um, and then to, interesting note that you pointed out uh ty gibbs and josh berry who are ineligible for the playoffs uh ty gibbs has only run 11 of the 21 races and he would be Uh, 15th in the points and would just be 84 points off the cutoff if he was eligible and then Josh Berry's run 16 of the 21 and he would just be 93 points back to the cutoff
2: well the funny thing about that I did all that math and then I realized they both run one races so they'd be already be in the playoffs yeah um and then
1: uh, it's funny to look at because they haven't run you know Ty Gibbs has run you know just right around half of the races and then Josh Berry's missed five but they just showed you how good they are that they would be up there, and as you said, they've already won races. And I don't want to. Uh, well, you know, I'm going to mention
2: it because we're uh, we're on the cutting edge. Um, news just came out today that uh, Josh Berry is going to run full time for Junior yeah. Motorsports next year. So, um, breaking news. So those guys that are in tenth, eleventh, twelfth this year going to be a lot tougher next year if Ty Gibbs and
1: and Josh Berry are running full time. So that was uh, Saturday's xfinity races we transition to sunday's cup race william byron uh started on the pole uh that's the third time in his career he started on the pole uh at a road course is he a road course warrior now you gotta have results man yeah yeah so as we start uh stage one byron is out front with briscoe elliott and larson uh in pursuit briscoe makes the pass on lap two but we didn't see it on nbc (laughs)
2: yeah i mean it was one of the i think first glitches we've we've seen with the uh the radio style like they were honed in on a group of guys um and the guys talking and then you see the thingy uh the scoring pylon changes leaders you're like oh shit they change the lead and then they even mentioned the leader changed but they don't show it they finally got to showing it like a lap later which a lap at Indy is like 70 seconds. So you saw the pass a minute later.
1: Yeah. And then we see uh, Martin Truex Jr. Who had started sixth. He has a tire rub and has to pit on lap five. That puts him behind the eight ball. As we get closer to the end of stage one, all the leaders short pit uh, Michael McDowell, uh, Tyler Reddick and uh, Austin Dillon uh, stay out to duke it out for the stage win. Yeah, Redick passes McDowell with uh,
2: two laps left to go. He wins the stage. He gets some huge points for him. He's like duking it out with teammate Austin Dillon for that final playoff spot. Uh, it ends up being Reddick uh, followed by McDowell, Austin Dillon, Austin Dillon. We can't say his effing name: <laughs> Diller, Dilling, yeah. Austin
1: Dillon, Eric Jones, and Ryan Priest. Yep, so. Uh, reddick gets the big win and stage two a uh, little interesting uh in this pissed off friend of the program lou killen as chase briscoe got narked on by uh kyle larson and he had to drop back um, some spots for not keeping pace card speed
2: yeah he apparently had a electric uh, electric issue so he had to restart something which caused him to slow down kyle larson ratted him out like come on like Narc car, <laughs>
1: yeah. This is NASCAR, <laughs> not narc car.
2: <laughs> yeah, I was uh yeah, a little irritated. And it was weird the penalty because like I don't think he dropped back one spot. I think he dropped back like three or four. Like how they determine how far you drop back. Uh, I don't know. Uh, and he's Briscoe's gonna get hosed again later. We'll mention,
1: I think. Yeah. I think personally, but yeah. And uh, but because Brad Kozlowski didn't pit, so he starts out front. Uh, with Chase Elliott to start the stage. Elliott passes, Kozlowski on lap 21, but Joey Logano is right in his rearview mirror stalking him. Yeah, and then this is where, like, the not-pitting thing, I've
2: been watching it all year. Has it paid off once? No. I don't think it has. Um, So the top drivers are breaking away as Kozlowski's causing bottleneck um, around the track. Faster cars get, get by him. He finally spins out on lap 26, backs into the wall. Logano spins out. He drops to 10th. But Logano
1: didn't really like it. He didn't spin out. He, like, bumped Larson in the back, and then he... Yeah, by so just the, the... It wasn't Kizlowski. like Keselowski, who, you know, he had older tires and then spun out. Like, yeah. Legano was racing hard and then just uh, bumped Larson and got spun out. But he dropped all the way to 10th. I think back in the day, the staying
2: out used to work. I think most of the tracks, like, tire wear is important. Like they've got it to where the tires wear out and yeah, the staying out never works. Maybe we should be crew chiefs. No, because one day it'll work out and that person will be an
1: effing genius. And then they're like, <laughs> oh, those assholes that lose slug nuts. Yeah, they're loose axles. <laughs> but uh, the, Chase Elliott and Kyle Larson are out front and then they are chased by Kyle Bush and Cole Custer. Everybody comes into short pit essentially before the stage end. uh uh, tyler reddick and austin dillon stay out again and reddick gets more uh crucial points as he wins the stage followed by dylan ryan priest ricky stenhouse jr and then matt de gets the fifth place finish in stage two order the ice cream cake yeah we're getting ready or dialing up uh Dairy Queen. Haven't hit send on that call yet, but you're uh, ready to send in that ice cream cake order. Uh, Final since coworkers,
2: those people here ate. We ate half of the the other one, but someone here at work ate the other half. Or they just wasn't in the freezer. Gross. Uh, Ice cream cakes can't get gross in the freezer. It's impossible. Science.
1: All right, so the final stage, Kyle Larson beats Elliott on the lap 40 restart, and then we get a caution a lap later uh, for Debris after Eric Amarola and Ricky Stenhouse uh, get into it, the entire radiator pan and splitter uh, under the chicane.
2: Yeah, I mean, like it looked like there was a piece of debris on the chicane, and then they got to digging, and they pulled out this big-ass thing. <laughs> yeah, it was like archaeological dig. I thought like it was a T-Rex bone of some sort. Um, and did they ever mention whose car it came off of? No, they didn't.
1: So weird. So weird. So then once we restart on lap 44, uh, we see Kyle Larson in first, but then we see William Byron uh, pass Chase Elliott yeah um just all
2: in all the the hendrick cars at that point you're like one of these hendrick guys is gonna win again you know Mm -hmm. there's
1: that move again so chase briscoe makes his pit on lap 52 because he flat spotted a tire and then we start to say like hey these are like the first of the guys that are gonna be making their last pit stops because there's only 30 laps left uh of the scheduled 82 yeah and that
2: you could see it right after that not right after that Uh, he pits on 52 uh lap 55 elliot and truex they're among leaders that pit and then the other leaders pit the next lap lap 56 so at that point you're like this is it you know you no more trying to figure out who's in front um
1: actually one more guy stayed out uh denny hamlin and he finally pits on lap 63 So then we see Matt Benedetto is the leader, followed by Kyle Larson, Chase Elliott, and William Byron. Uh, Larson finally passes Matty D on lap 64, and Larson's lead is five seconds with 13 to go, and I'm thinking, Jesus, he's going to win again. And then you think Chase Briscoe's night's over because he pits
2: again, he flat spots again. Um, Just gotta work hard. Got to work on that.
1: Um, You want your tires to be round. So we get another debris caution with 10 laps to go as metal off the car of Garrett Smithley uh, brings out the caution. And then this is where we see um, some pit crew mishaps as Chase Elliott's jack man. Um, the, the jack like came out underneath the car, um, so they had to rejack it. He dropped from second to 16th and the broadcasters talked about it, but it was a great job by Chase Elliott not to speed off like he just knew that, hey, that's way too quick uh, for these guys to be done and just stay put yeah and uh
2: that i mean that if you had to pinpoint where we lost our bogo wings i think that's the moment yeah so we're left with bad. fried pickles and who likes fried pickles? yes yeah, not me come anyone in hooters management if he wins 10 bogo if he finishes top 10
1: give us the food that people want like mozzarella sticks yeah we'd go
2: people really like fried pickles do you like fried pickles
1: no i wouldn't no. go to hooters specifically just to get fried pickles but if they had mod sticks we'd think about it yeah yeah so. we'd at least put it in consideration yeah so just a thought anyone in hooters management we know you're listening so we uh restart with six to go it is denny hamlin and kurt bush matt DeBendetto, and chase briscoe uh hamlin and briscoe are duking it out and then we see truex spin out He falls from fifth uh, out of the top 30. Uh, This is, like, where we see the curb issues is where he spun out. It didn't have anything to do with the curb, but he did um, spin out. Yeah, and then you got uh, Hamlin and Briscoe continue
2: duking it out, and and that allows Larson and Byron to get back in the fray.
1: And this Um, is where I loved this race because, like, I was sitting on the edge of my seat, and I'm like, oh, shit, can, like, Briscoe actually win and wreak havoc in the playoff? is Danny Hamlin going to get his first win or is Kyle Larson going to come out of nowhere or William Byron for that matter and come back and win. It was pretty entertaining, but then all hell broke loose for the first time as uh, they get to, I think it's turn five is when that curb is. Yeah. Uh, Byron hits the curb. There's fluid on the track. We see all sorts of people um, have issues. William Byron, Joey Logano, Ryan Preece, Christopher Bell, Daniel Suarez have their day done. Logano looked like he took the biggest, um, damage as he crashed into the wall full of tires right in front of all the fans uh, it's just crazy to see all those cars uh suffer damage now
2: this is where i'm i'm a little confused because the restart order for the overtime is hamlin larson briscoe maddie d but when byron hit the curb like briscoe is clearly in
1: front of larson so i was texting our friend luke uh about this and did he get uh, ratted out again no so they were late to throw the caution flag for some reason
2: well that's why the guy be confused i this is what like there is havoc there's loganos in the tires there's like cars all over the place and you're looking at the cars still racing and you're looking at the thingy and it's almost like someone in nascar command said do not throw the yellow
1: (laughs) until um i'm a i'm a conspiracy guy i am We'll talk about it in a minute, but I don't think NASCAR wanted Chase Briscoe to win at all. Yeah, I mean, to me, it was like, do not throw the flag until Larson passes. So Larson complained on his radio to NASCAR that he passed uh, Briscoe before the yellow came out and they were slow. And then Chase was on his radio saying that Larson was never in front of him. So I think NASCAR needs to.
2: Well, and you you talk about conspiracy theories. I'm someone who thinks Joe DiMaggio had the mafia knock off John F. Kennedy because he had uh, fornicated with Marilyn Monroe. So <laughs> to me, this is goes right down that alley. I think Briscoe should have been second here. Yeah. Like that's the longest I've ever seen a yellow like wait to throw out a yellow. For there was half the field. Yeah, there was carnage all over the place. There was no way that was starting back up so
1: yeah so we have uh, the start and of i'm gonna i'm gonna long, say go ahead
2: the rest of this race i had to piece together from parts of twitter because my youtube tv yeah. uh i was taping it i had a soccer match to watch like the last
1: yeah they switched to nbc sports they, network so they, it, could they switched
2: yeah i had golf so I, I like i pieced stuff together so i i'm resourceful
1: I act- and saw the end on youtube i just youtubed it so it wasn't YouTube TV, but just YouTube. Denny oh, Anderson. I should
2: have done that because the only it I didn't see Denny run
1: Briscoe off the track until yeah. this morning. Yeah, because I couldn't find clips last night. Yeah, but. so uh, at overtime we have Denny Hamlin, Kyle Larson, uh, Chase Briscoe, Maddie D. As we restart uh, the first time, Hamlin gets in front of the Briscoe, but then we have another yellow as Michael McDowell, uh, Austin Dillon, Cole Custer, Tyler Reddick. Again, another issue with the curb mike michael mcdowell just went straight over it and just wrecked yeah. everybody He was like oh, we nope. saw baba wallace went around it he went into the grass went right and then we saw michael mcdowell get taken out because there was just a bunch of debauchery going on around the yeah street. and but the yellow got thrown right away there yeah so then we have another red so we're delayed even more and we get a second overtime. this is what
2: pushed golf onto my tv
1: yeah <laughs> so we go to the second overtime and on the first turn uh, Denny Hamlin, he kind of pushed Briscoe out into the grass and chase ends up getting back onto the track, but he did cut the corner quite a bit. But my argument and why I think NASCAR screwed him is because they, you know, they penalize him for cutting the corner. But if he comes back, like he either has to wait for everybody to pass him, or he's going to come back in and just sideswipe a car. Yeah. So he comes in and then a couple laps or turns later, uh, Briscoe's right on Denny's backside and spins him out. But then he has some damage. It looked like a tire rub um, after getting into Denny Chase can't break. He goes off the track, and then Almondinger takes the lead, takes the white flag, and wins the race. First Cup win for Colleg Racing. Yeah,
2: we love the win for Colleg Racing Uh, on the Briscoe thing. Hey, I didn't know he cut the thing that much until I saw it this morning. Yeah, but I will say I remember. What was he supposed to do? Why no? No, hold on, hold on, hold on. I think he should, like, mentally, I don't know how you do this, because if you try to let two people pass you, then ten people pass you. But I think maybe he's okay if he lets Hamlin actually pass him. So it's like I I cut the corner, but I didn't gain it. Because that's what they do at some other places. Like, if you go below the line, it's not a foul unless you actually pass someone. I think had he actually totally given up the spot on his own, um to maybe one or two guys he might have been okay but then i remember coda ross chastain did the exact same thing but on pavement and picked up like six spots seven spots wasn't that him
1: Uh, i can't remember that was a long time ago it was
2: like with three laps left and they he like spun out and he was facing the other way and he just turned and cut off so but yeah aj allmendinger um someone picked
1: him to win who's that me, but it was the Xfinity race.
0: Uh-oh.
1: Uh so uh AJ Almendinger wins the race, followed by Ryan Blaney, who didn't finish in the top 10 or either stage. He finishes second. Kyle Larson third, Chase Elliott fourth, Matt to Benedetto gets a top five finish, followed by Kurt Busch, Eric Jones, Justin Haley, uh Austin Cindric, and then Ryan Newman gets a 10th place uh finish to round out the top 10 uh for me the best result of the day would have been tyler reddick he finished 21st but he uh picked up 36 points which was tied for fourth most of the day
2: yeah Yeah, and he i mean he cleared uh teammate austin Dillon. i said the name right this time uh who was also in the same rack on what lap was that that was the that was the first overtime rack and uh Poor Austin Dillard finished 31st. He only scored 23 points. So Redica stretched his lead from five
1: points to 28 for the last spot. And then another notable uh finish, Quinn Half, friend of the program. We had him on. He got a 20, he finished 22nd. Uh, so good for Quinn. As we look at the standings, Hamlin has locked himself in the playoffs, but huge but. Yeah, big, big butt. old butt. Big, big old, old butt. butt. Yeah, he dropped out of first place in the regular season standings. So now he's 22 points uh, behind Larson, and him getting spun out by Chase uh, may have cost him 20 playoff points if he would have won. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. He might have lost the regular season anyways,
2: but had he won the race, he'd be ahead now by a handful of points.
1: Instead, he's 22 back. Plus, he lost the five win points. Yeah. So that was that. Hopefully we explained that ending well because it was very crazy. Um, but if you'd like to see it, just go to YouTube, type it in, and you can witness the havoc uh, that went on at the end of the race. So, But we will, uh, we'll be back on Friday to preview. We got three races this weekend. We got uh, the trucks. They're beginning their playoffs. And then the Xfinity and Cup Series are heading uh, to Michigan. Cup Series only has two regular season races left. And then we get playoffs.
2: Yeah. Um, you never said, though, what, I, like, do you think this can get fixed? What do you mean? The red, like you, like you think it's just a matter of fixing those curbs?
0: Yeah. You seem to
2: want to take the curbs out and make it a fucking uh, where they're just driving straight through.
1: Yeah. But I don't know. I've, I don't know. I mean, I feel like the curb could be fit or like maybe put up like a stronger structure there. I know they had yeah. the Indy race there, but that way the guys are going a little bit slower because Joey Logano mentioned in his, his uh, interview after is that they, I mean, they're, Fully open, you know. That's just foot on the gas as they're going around those corners. So maybe you put up a uh, some other type of fencing, and then guys, you know, if they go into it, then they're like done instead of hopping and then screwing over other cars. That yeah, I mean, to- I
2: like I found when they were at Watkins Glen, um, Dale Junior. He mentioned he's like, I don't know where the etiquette's gone. You used to race through the uh bus stop single file and he's like at some point they tried to go two file well when they started to go two file is when if you got outside of the bus stop you didn't get damaged your car so there was no there was no reason to go one so to me the curbs make it where you need to go through there one like single file yeah because the people crashed on saturday and they saw that and they still did it and they still did it if there was 200 more laps they would still be doing it 200 yeah. laps later so i don't i think stay the course everything's fine but but our man kenny wallace said hey it's just curbs and everything uh, penske does is perfect so hey we'll get it fixed for next time yeah so i in, in in kenny we trust so do you like the road course more than the real you know the oval I'd have to go back and watch some oval races. I mean, it was more exciting. I mean, there was excitement there even before the...
1: Yeah, I liked it better. All right. I mean, I liked it, but the crowd still sucked, in my opinion. Like, no one was down there on the front stretch. There were some by, like, the turns five and six where all the hell broke loose. But other than that, like, the crowd, to me, wasn't that good. So, I don't know if it... I mean, I guess the racing was better, but I don't know if it helped with the crowd. Yeah, I'd have to see attendance numbers. Yeah. But well, that will do it for our recap episode. Make sure to like and subscribe on uh, Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Make sure to leave a five star review. Uh, you can also follow us on Twitter on, at Loose Lug Nuts Pod or on Instagram at Loose Lug nuts Podcast. We'll be back on Friday Uh, as we preview the truck playoffs and then we're getting down to the nitty gritty with Xfinity and cup. They are heading to Michigan. So we will see you on Friday. We appreciate you guys for listening. We will see you. Yep. And uh, like, and retweet
0: anything you see on social media, even if you don't. There you go. We'll see you. I grew up in Texas where football was my game. Until that racing fever started burning in my brain. When I was 13 And won a short track championship When I was just 16 I met a man named Harry Hyde And he built a car for me Sponsored by Granddaddy Hillens Drilling Company We ran in five Grand Nationals When I was 17 My Talladega finish Was the start of my big dream